It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is Will Mavity's interview with the writers and directors for Save Yourselves, Eleanor Wilson and Alex H. Fisher. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Hello, this is Jack. And Sue. We are going offline for one whole week. I would love to do something tangible. I want to figure out who I am. But we will be back June 9th. No laptops, no phones, no connecting to anything. Thank you. I've been restoring my grandfather's cabin upstate. Actually, y'all should go up there. Uh, I mean... That would be great. Yeah. We're not checking our email either, guys, and we're not kidding. Okay. Bye, world. Okay, bye, guys. Thank you. So nice. Nice. You're a genius. Now we'll close our eyes and just feel each other. Okay. Feel with your brain. Right. We don't have any skills. The urge to take out my phone is very strong. I've been wanting to YouTube how to make a trap to catch a rabbit so bad. Shooting star. Oh, oh my, my god. god. <sighs> Did that one hit the earth? <laughs> what is that? Has this been here the whole time? The poof? I don't know. Probably. Oh my god. What the f- What is happening? We need to turn our phones back on. Sorry, making a smoothie. Listen, it's getting weird here in New York. Serena, hello, are you there? Well, there's some kind of alien. Very dangerous. Aliens? The poof is in the cabin. Poof on the couch. Poof on the roof. What? Poof on the roof. Sean Connery say to the hostage who had a beard, I came here to shave you. Are we gonna have to shave ourselves? You're actually gonna go to the wood pile and get the axe. I'm gonna go into the cabin, and get the grab bags by the door, and then we'll wait back in the car and we'll reverse. Okay, reverse, go to the wood pile, go back to the door, get the gold bags, get outside, they will together. Are you listening or are you repeating? Can't you go to the accent? Just, just one more time. Hi, guys. How are you? Oh, you have Hi. You. How are you? I'm doing great. So this is a fun watch. Oh, okay. <laughs> Obviously, there, there's, there's a story behind this. What made you decide to do the <laughs> apocalyptic stakes for what happens if I don't have my phone? What what was kind of the, the urge? Because it, Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, that's just how I feel all the time when I don't have my phone. So you know, it's a, it's a logical jump. It's a, it's a yeah. Um. It. Yeah. I guess the the premise came from when I was upstate New York. I'm doing a, a writing retreat, and uh, I had really bad cell service, and just sort of thought, like, wouldn't it be funny if? <laughs> and um. Yeah. And we kind of just took it from there. Like, what's the worst thing that could actually happen? <laughs> Okay, so 
how did you decide to make the aliens so cute? Like, tell me about designing poofs with little uh, sticky tongues. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we started, it was sort of like um, just a practical, from a practical sense, because we wanted the functionality of the poof to be that it could be mistaken for, like, bespoke furniture in some hipster's cabin. Yeah. And that people wouldn't notice it at first. So we started with there, and then we were like, well, obviously an alien wouldn't have a face. <laughs> that was one main criteria. It was like, you know, just trying to de- not not make it so human, like I yeah. guess, and, and really think what could be weird. Um, but yeah, it was fun. And then obviously, like, poof is just a funny word, and it rhymes with lots of things, so it kind of lent itself to a lot of the humor. Yeah, we really got yeah. into it once. Once Eleanor was like, "Oh, like a poof," and yeah. was like, "Oh, this is really fun to write after that." Yeah, exactly. I like the the verb that it poofed us, like poofed in my mouth. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a new it's a new species, so you got to create a whole language around it. And it might it might as well be a one word language. Well, I was curious about that. Did you guys put much thought, kind of, off the page into what these aliens are <laughs> yeah. and what they really want? Can you tell me a little bit more about the aliens? Yeah, we put probably too much thought into that, and, <laughs> None of it on screen. and and like and like uh, intentionally left it out of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I mean it was fun to come up with that stuff ourselves, but it was always um, the plan to never have the characters find out what they were there for, or um, you know what was sort of going on with the whole thing because we just thought, well, like three days. I mean, it's basically from when they find out to the end of the movie is just three days, and it's like. Humans aren't going to figure this out in this we amount of time. Even, we don't even know anything about, like, like what octopus are doing. Yeah. <laughs> We've had them the whole time. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, in terms of, like, our little backstory for the aliens, particularly the, the cabin food has, like, a really specific yeah. backstory. <laughs> a little long backstory. Yeah. And he, he, goes, he goes on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the mythology, he goes on. Um, but really, you know, like, the broad strokes of, like, the alien invasion were, is that it was a mistake. <laughs> it was, like, a... Another another alien species accidentally sent these yeah. sort of like soldiers to the planet, uh, you know, to destroy it. And they go from planet to planet, and they like can't catch up with their <laughs> own weapon. Yeah, so they're they're sort of like just a yeah weapon. But none of that is uh, necessary <laughs> for the movie. Yeah, yeah. Don't need to know that. You well, won't be able to figure it out. <laughs> it's, you know, that's still mo- more coherent than, like, what Ridley Scott gave us with Prometheus. So, you know what, that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a start. Yeah. I, I actually really, I really love Prometheus. <laughs> I just I mean, do. I, I just wanted to know the answers, and then the next one didn't I know, me. I know. Yeah. It's like, oh, we derived from big men. It's <laughs> 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 like, once you give a little bit, you know, you have to give everything, yeah. otherwise it's unsatisfying. We try right. to not give anything. <laughs> I respect yeah. that, but I, I do expect like a full, uh, you know, one of those little uh, behind-the-scenes recap books that they release to make extra <laughs> money on like a, a property that comes yeah. out five years down the line. We'll, we'll, write, we'll write a graphic novel. Yeah, a follow-up graphic novel. But it's okay, I will totally buy that. It. There's no story at all. Yeah. <laughs> So there's so many little quirks in here uh, that I was they're very specific. I was curious about. So one, the sourdough starter, and two, the night visions, and three, the online steps to becoming a better person. Can you tell me a little bit about all? Oh uh, yeah. Well, the first one. What was the first one? Well, yeah, the so, sourdough so starter. The sourdough starter. Oh yeah. 
We don't. We don't. We're not sourdough starter people, but we have <laughs> friends, and we use them as our sourdough experts. Mm-hmm. And like that was like something that we thought Jack would be really into. We were kind of worried when we wrote it that people wouldn't get it, like because he's like talking about his daughter, his daughter. We're like, oh, does anyone know what this is? But then, <laughs> pandemic happens, and now everybody is into yeah. sourdough starter, so it's kind of perfect. We don't have to worry about that joke missing. Right. Hey, you're ahead um, of the And then. Yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Uh, what was the next one? The second one was... The list? or The, list, the, the night vision. List. Well, the list... Oh, the, the night terror is the thing that happens to Alex. That's real. That's the real thing from our life. I um, don't typically scream, um, no. and I don't scream the same thing. I usually am silent and, like, shaking with fear. <laughs> no, he does talk, though. It's, it's not screaming, but it's more like he'll point at something in the room and chat me and say, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was, during the prep of the movie, that wasn't really exciting. Can I curse on this, on this podcast? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was, when we were prepping the film, Alex said a night terror where he woke me up, tapped me, pointed at a lamp, and just repeated over and over, no fucking way. <laughs> uh, it's just basically, it's yeah. like there's something physical, like that's really in the room. Yeah. And he thinks there's something else. The other night, scary. The other night, I even like shuffled to the the the, the bottom of the bed. Yeah. Um, and then pointed and, and woke then, Eleanor up. Pointed me up, made me get over the other side of the I bed. Thought she was gonna, wasn't safe. I thought she was gonna fall on her, and I made her move over, and she's like, please. I was like, please, let me just go to sleep. I was like, you gotta move over. I think you're anyway. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's in real life. Um, the list. No, we don't. Well, the list do is like sort of a, a based in my distaste for uh, a distaste for li- for the, internet list. Yeah. Well, it's or, not just internet list, but like this sort of whole like uh, you know self care wellness industry, right? Like, <laughs> like self care content. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah, we just thought it was sort of funny that like Sue would. I don't know. I mean, they're they're. I think that the characters are smarter than than falling for a list like that. But it's sort of like they just have no idea where to start in this like journey of trying to be better people and be disconnected from the internet. So we just thought it was funny that she hand writes out a, an, a list from the internet to guide them through the week. Um, which yeah. It's like a, the it worst, was like, a, the like idea. the night before panic of like, what the fuck are you going to do for a week? Yeah, exactly. She just like Googles it and then writes it in the journal. Yeah. <laughs> our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. You've watched them in unforgettable adventures, love affairs, and tragedies. Now it's time to hear their own remarkable stories. 
From the makers of Death of a Rockstar and Death of a Sports Star, this is Death Ready. of a Film Star. Starring Heath Ledger, Marilyn Monroe, Chadwick Boseman, Robin Williams, Carrie Fisher, and Bruce Lee. Search for Death of a Film Star in your podcast app. You've seen them tell stories. Now it's time to tell theirs. Okay, so one thing I was really curious about is the ending. Did you always intend to end it that way, or were there other iterations in the script that you we, considered? From the, well, I have a question. Are we allowed to spoil? Are we allowed to, like, to the end? Uh, okay, so we'll, we'll give a little warning that there could be spoilers ahead, and I think proceed. Okay, <laughs> okay cool. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, the ending was always, like, from when we first outlined the movie and, like, uh, thought about how it could end, it was always the way we wanted to end it. It was, like, we felt it was a very appropriate <laughs> sign-off for them because in the beginning of the movie, they're sitting together, you know, in a metaphorical bubble, uh, sort of, like, lost in space, kind of, like, the, we don't, like, they're, they're disconnected to me. They're uh, too connected to the world. So we thought it would be funny if the ending kind of mirrored that in a literal way. Right, just floating off in a bubble. And we also, we loved the ending of The Graduate. I think it was like, for us, it was a little bit of an homage to that, like a, a nod to just kind of like, everything's fine and fun, and then, oh, shit, like, what are we doing um, yeah. for the rest of our lives? Um, we definitely didn't want them to... This is a real spoiler, but we didn't want them to like be heroes or anything. We want, mm -hmm. we thought that they sort of got what they deserved in a way. Mm -hmm. Like they, you know, and we feel the same way about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the, that was always the intention. It was the hardest part, and the thing that changed through iterations of the script was how to get them there. Um, and I think like it was really sort of fun when Alex had the idea to that they get distracted by their phones, their phones come back on, and then they get trapped inside this thing. Okay. Um, and that was sort of like a, a thing that kind of cracked it open, I guess, for us. Um, but, yeah, that was that was the plan. <laughs> so it's almost, it, it is almost kind of a punishment then. It's not necessarily a full bit of salvation being taken into space <laughs> in a glass elevator. <laughs> yeah, that Willy yeah, Wonka reference, by the way. It's a, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny, it's, one of those endings, I think, that, like, reveals the viewer a bit, you know, in terms of, like, how they they feel about, like, whether it's like, oh, they're going to be okay, or, oh, shit, they're fucked. <laughs> um, you know, like, what you take from that, because I think Alex and I sit more on the, like, no, it's not going to ultimately be a happy ending for Jack and Sue side of things, but a lot of people watch it, and they're like, it was great, they got saved, and we're like, that's cool that you think that, but... <laughs> That makes me feel so vindicated. When we were shooting it, we did play the song from the end of uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, we did. Yeah, did you really? It was really fun. I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought it would set the vibe. I did it. You did it. I did oh, it. Yeah. I, I snuck to the to the to the, pod, to the iPad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> were there any other big wink wink nudge nudge kind of references throughout there, like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Well. Yeah, the the uh the poof like we didn't um originally come up with the idea to be like derivative of other sci-fi things like tribbles or critters but we were happy to be in the 
like in the family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's um once we sort of like started uh just like designing them and deciding how they were gonna look, um, we got this great uh creature designer on board who's a, a special effects advisor called the Greenwood and he just knows everything about every creature movie, every horror movie, you know, every kind of like genre movie ever made. And so he kind of like has all these um great references and it did kind of feel like I guess homage like to those kinds of like fun practical practical special effects movies of like the eighties and nineties and also obviously Star Trek. Yeah. Um, and their their little tongue is a little is a little like um Day of the Triffids. Right. Oh Jack, okay. Jack's last name is Wyndham, which is the author. Is that right? Yeah, yeah the <laughs> author's last name. Okay. Yeah, we tried to we had actually his last name is It used to be Gerald, like like uh like the the poof I mean the the, the, tribble. the tribble creator. Uh yeah. From Star Trek. But then she's she's it from South India, so it didn't make any sense. Right. <laughs> but um yeah, there was like little things like that. And I think in the way we shot it as well, we tried to um be a little referential both of like classic rom coms and kind of like classic Spielbergy type movies too. Um yeah. So I guess you guys tapped into something that we're seeing a lot about with The Social Dilemma and some other films like that. Um, I guess the last thing is, is what, are, what are your big concerns about our future as a society with this social media addiction? Because the film hit hard because I, I totally mm-hmm. feel that, I, I you know, to the point that, like, I sometimes have get distracted watching movies at home because, ooh, my phone, and it's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, it's a great double feature to pair this with the social dilemma. <laughs> I would say if you feel like being completely terrified. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, the when we made when we wrote the movie, which was three years ago now, um, really the biggest thing that was on our minds then was climate change, and we sort of saw this as like a, rep, a set up representation of what's happening to the planet, and I guess that still is a, a major concern, but. The, things to worry about <laughs> yeah and and we we like the the characters are obviously like phone addicted and go off the grid and that's the premise but we didn't like we're not the movie's not really anti-phone it's, mm-hmm. it's like more like anti uh our obsession with the phone and how we and, use it and how we use it um but after watching the social dilemma i think maybe yeah, my perspective has changed the, uh, okay, so there is a climate change there because I noticed he's hallucinating when he sees his buddy there who's now been merged with a poof, and he's saying basically yeah. maybe they'll, <laughs> they'll they'll take better care of it than you did. So <laughs> yeah, right. That's that like that's like that hippie hipster optimism. It's like oh man, they'll probably, <laughs> it's like it's like Jack's subconscious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what are you guys working on next? Oh, a bunch of stuff. I mean, we've been. Obviously, not going anywhere, so yeah. it's a nice time to write right now <laughs> while, while being terrified of the state of the world. Um, that's thing. Yeah. We just started adapting a book, which we can't really talk too much about, but it's like a very different type of movie than this one, so we're pretty excited. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, bunch of little things. We have, we have another movie we want to make someday, which is a, a comedic takedown of the health healthcare industry. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Real funny. Real funny stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, very light. Uh, well I, I look forward to seeing that. I'm sure it will be very funny. <laughs> well guys, 
thank you so much for taking the time to talk. Uh, anything else you want to say about the film before we go? No, uh, it's uh, great. Yeah, no, we we hope you uh, get to catch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, yeah, the movie. All right, guys. <laughs> yes, not the code. Well, <laughs> thank you so much, and stay safe, and uh, I hope we all survive this and our phones. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much. Good to talk to you. Absolutely. Good talking to you too. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Will Mavity's interview with the writers and directors for Save Yourselves, Alex H. Fisher and Eleanor Wilson here on the Next Best Picture podcast, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. You can subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, Acast, CastBox, and also on Spotify. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you will get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.